Hey, this is Lee. I really hope you've been enjoying the Business of Marketing podcast. It's from marketers and for marketers, and my intention is to bring you value, experiences, and insights that you can use. Also, if your company would like to have their own podcast, I would love to help. The team at Content Monster specializes in B2B podcasts. So if we can help, contact me at contentmonster.com. That's contentmonster, M-O-N-S-T-A.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, a place where you can learn how to use digital and social media to drive your business and personal brand. And now your hosts, A. Lee Judge and Dante Carter. Once again, welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, where we talk about content creation and how to use it to connect with your audience. I'm A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. And today we're going to talk about what your content says about you. Story time. All right, so Dante <laughs> is the story man. That's his area of expertise. Yes, sir. All right, so today we're going to cover three things. We're going to make sure we hit at least these three. Uh, first of all is using your clear and honest story for your brand and for your content. Second of all, how to create credibility and trust. And third, that's a hard one, right? And the third one is the importance of sharing your knowledge. Mm. All right? Thought leadership. There we go. Oh, okay. So let's kick it off with the first one. Dante, let's talk about using your clear and honest story for mm. your content. How do you do that? You know, I think one of the things that I ask my clients before we even get to the what is your clear and honest story is what's your why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because you can't even get to that latter portion without answering that question. All right. Why did I, why did I step into this profession? Why do I continue to be in this profession? What is the foundation of that? of that why what's your story there that's defined you what is that defining moment and those are those are the things that i really sit down and i ask them like we got to sit down let's let's because i want i want to brag on you for a little bit right Mm -hmm. i want to figure out what made you who you are today because that's the person that your audience that that targeted audience that you've identified is going to connect to outside of your company Mm -hmm. outside of your executive staff outside of your board they want to know about you so I think the clear part is where you're talking about, especially because yeah. if you're going to tell your story, first you have to be clear about what your story is and who you are, right? Well, I think we're all clear about what our story is. I think in um, behind scenes, we all share that story of, of who we are, what mm-hmm. made us who we are. I think the part where it gets a little, a little cloudy, I guess you can say, is when you have to share that story with the public. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part because you're taking, you're removing that that veil. You're allowing people to see you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest part is people don't always want to be seen. Mm-hmm. I think prior to social media, prior to the internet, you always knew about big companies, but you never knew who the people were inside those companies. Gotcha. In today's day and age, we want to know who you are. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we want to know. Especially when it comes to... Uh, expressing yourself in terms of for business content, the clarity part, let's say, for example, if you have a woman who's a minister, who's an author and a CEO of a company, you know, when she looks to make content, um, is she going at it from my, I am my, my clear message is about women is my clear message about the ministry. Is it about, you know, running a business, which, what is my clear message? What is that one thing that I'm going to let spearhead my story 
which I think that's the hardest part. I've gone through exercises myself where I've written down, you know, what are all things that I can talk about, which ones am I passionate about, which ones I want to be known for. And it takes time for an individual to figure out their own clarity and how to present their story. Well, I, I think it's it's coming back to your target audience, right? Mm-hmm. What story is going to resonate best with them? Okay. Because at this point, it's not about you. It's about them. And it's about keeping you connected with that target audience. And so I think we can really get caught up in wanting to share these different parts of our lives. But if they don't relate to your business, what you're trying to sell and how mm. you're trying to connect with your audience, then none of that matters. Okay. So we got the clear part down. Yeah. How about the honest part? Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think first it's honest to yourself, right? Yeah. Be honest to yourself. Well, you can't be honest to your your uh, you can't be on you can't be honest to that audience until you're able to look yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was um, I was reading about Cindy uh, Whitehead. I mean, she's a serial entrepreneur, created um, dozens of businesses, sold them. She's a billionaire, yada yada. But her passion is getting more women involved. And um, she was actually on a podcast and. The speaker was saying, you know, I didn't bring her here because, you know, of all this sexism or anything. I I brought her here for the simple fact of she's great at what she does. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's the mindset that you also have to be is being too good to where they can't ignore you Mm -hmm. and allowing that to tell your, your honest story. Because she's so good that she can be honest about her story that, hey, I have a passion about helping women. One, because I am a woman, mm-hmm. and two, because I know that when it comes to um, business owners, it's a male-dominated industry. There aren't mm-hmm. too many women in these fields that are dominating like I like I dominate. And so I think you also have to be very aware of, okay, where am I at in terms of my business? Do I really have that platform to tell this story the way I want to? Because if that story doesn't come off authentic, you're going to mm-hmm. lose your audience anyway. And that that authenticity, I think, goes a long way in terms of allowing your audience to to connect with you and and believe you as being being real. Like uh, you, you mentioned, someone being honest who has a story. I think about Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey selling Weight Watchers. Right. Um, my first thought is, okay, now she has a chef. Somebody can follow her around with a with a <laughs> with a perfect plate. You know. Perfect yeah. meal, the the calories down to the count, and every time she has a thought of being hungry, there's, there's someone right beside her giving her some food. But then she comes out honestly and says, "I love bread." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, okay, I get next. I love bread too." So you know, she's not so perfect that she can't admit honestly that, "Hey, I'm selling this Weight Watcher stuff, but the the struggle is real because yeah. I love bread like everybody else loves bread." You know, and it, it kind of made you think, "Wow." Okay, if she can do this and she has real life cravings, you know, her honesty is that she loves bread. All of a sudden, what she's trying to push in her business sense is a lot more credible. I can I can relate to that. Yeah. You know, I, I know a guy who re- really, you know, he preaches um, financial literacy in, in minority communities. And as an established minority, his message really resonates with me. Because of the fact that he can step out and say, you know, I struggle with my finances as well. As successful as you all think I am, I still struggle with my finances. And that's a message that resonates with us all. And I think when you're when you reach a certain level of success Mm -hmm. and you're able to kind of peel those layers back 
and say, hey, I know you guys see me for being this this successful business person, but I'm still this. When I'm honest about who I am, these are still my struggles. And those are the things that resonate with people. Okay. And that, that brings us clearly into our second item, which, yep. is, <laughs> which is how to create credibility and trust. You know, so we, we talked about being, you know, being clear on what you're talking about, honest about who you are. And I think those two things are the, the, the foundation for build, building credibility and trust. Right? They are. And I, I think the way that you continue to drive that point home is really telling the stories of how you help people. Right. Mm-hmm. The business that you have, what did you do to improve the lives of your customers? Okay. And I think, I think a lot of people lose sight of that. They're so quick to want to get, oh, I got to get a testimonial up on my website. I got to get this person talking about how amazing I am or that person talking about how, how amazing I am. I'm always impressed by the people who, whenever I read reviews mm-hmm. and I hear a customer or a client say, oh, they were just so patient. They helped me. There's... um. There's one attorney that I, work, that, um, that I was working with, and his clients, The one of the things that they always said about him is he never waited for you to ask him to do something. Mm-hmm. There was one lady that had been in a car accident. She's a, she's a school teacher, didn't, did not want to miss the rest of the school year. The accident happened in January. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to miss the school year because she wanted to be there for her seniors that were leaving. And this guy set up to where she would go and see a um, a chiropractor every week until the end of school year when she got the surgery. She never asked him to do that. Mm-hmm. But he thought about the fact that she loves her students so much she's going to want to be there. So this is something I can do to help her, to help to ease the pain that she really strives to be there for her students. And so it's those things where people are just like, wow, he just helped me. He was so thoughtful. He thought of me. She thought of me. And so these are the things that build that credibility and that trust because the customers know they come first. Okay, so this was a business that did this, or yes, it was a business, a law firm. Okay, so they they basically uh, could use that to to create content, but not so much from a sales standpoint, but to just show that they have credibility and they're trustworthy, um, and to as we always say, document something that they're doing and just let people know and connect with them as being honest, credible people. Yeah, definitely. And so the way that they documented it is um it ended up it was um it was a video that mm-hmm. was that was put put together and it was also um it was also um a blog post that was created mm-hmm. um and i i kind of helped with both of those but the whole point was it's let's not talk about selling let's not talk about hey give me a review let's talk about how you serve that person at the end of the day it comes down to service mm-hmm. when you when you serve people like they become the best, they become your third party credibility. And that's what you want. You want somebody that's going to go out, go out into the world and say, oh my goodness, the brother that owns Con- Content Monster is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like he knew how to get my good side. He knew how to make sure that I spoke clearly. You know what I mean? Because all these things matter to people. Nobody yeah. wants to get on TV and look funny. Right, right. And so when you're so thoughtful that they don't even have to ask you for help, you just, <laughs> hey, you don't even say it, but you notice that they're struggling 
and you just go and help them. That's how you build the credibility. That's how you build trust because people know that you have their best interest at heart. And at the end of the day, that's what you want as a business owner and right. as a business. Right. And we're talking about how, you know, what your what your content says about you. And so it's important to to realize that if if your day to day activities are positive and trustworthy and people, you know, it would be valuable for your customers to know. Be sure to create content out of that. You yeah, know, be definitely. sure to document it because if you're doing good deeds or treating your customers well, that should be documented. Because if I've never heard of your company before, for example, but I found a story about how well you treat your customers, I want to be a customer too. So I want to urge companies not to miss opportunities to document them doing what they do. Right. And I mean, just ask yourself what is Walt Disney known for? What is Coca Cola known for? Like they're known for how they've made people feel. Mm-hmm. And the more that you can help people to develop an emotional connection with your business, with your brand, with your story, that's when you develop the credibility and the trust. Yeah, and that, that isn't done through advertising either. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's done through creating tons and tons of content that, that effectively demonstrate who you are and what your story is. It's called P2P. P2P. You want to explain that to us? People to people, man. People to people. That's right. It's yeah. all about connecting. Let's let's get away from from big business. At the end of the day, we all know people connect with people before they connect with your products or your services. It's all about the people. The more that you can get back to the people, the more that you can give to the people, the more that the people will give back to you. And you're the king of transitions because... <laughs> The, the third and final item we want to make sure we cover today is the importance of sharing your knowledge with your audience. Sharing your knowledge. Ugh. You know, um, it's so funny. I said the uh because <laughs> you hear so many of, um, I guess, some of the older business owners are like, you know, back in my day, we never had to share our knowledge. We just did it. I don't want everybody to know what I do or how I do it. But in today's day and age, that's value to people. Mm-hmm. People want to know, hey, what do you know? Yeah. How do you accomplish what you do? And what are the results that you can show? Like these things all matter to people. That's why data-driven storytelling is huge. It's pulling analytics. It's letting people know, like, hey, I have a 99.9% winning percentage and I am still ready for trial. Like that's what develops confidence. We talked about building credibility and trust The more that you share your thought leadership, the more that people know, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy's prepared to help me. And this guy can help me. Yeah. And and if you ever if you've ever been concerned about sharing your knowledge or giving away what you know, here is one tip that, that you can you can hang your hat on that will save you from worrying about that ever again. And that is that most people will never execute on the knowledge they have. Oh, it's so true. (laughs) Right now, if my CPA told me the whole task code, I'm not going to do my taxes. (laughs) If my mechanic told me how to change brakes, I'm not changing my brakes, you know. But if he tells me how to do it and he convinces me that he knows what he's talking about, I will go to him to have him change my brakes or to my tax guy to have him do my taxes. So if they give away all their knowledge, they will convince me that they have the knowledge to give, right? I'm not going to go out and do it. You know, I don't care how much... You know, the, the the gardener or the guy cutting down trees tells me how he cuts down trees. I'm not going to go do it myself. But if that gardener or the tree guy walks over and says, hey, I'm going to 
have to cut this tree on the right side first, about four inches from the bottom. And as I'm cutting through, I'm going to have to stop about midway. And I'm going to have to go over to the left side, about another four, maybe lower, maybe three inches, so that we can get the push that we want. And we can start to, to, to hack at that tree that way. But what we're going to do is, and I'm saying that we're going to, we're going to hack on it from the left side so that as the tree's starting to fall, it won't fall towards your house. Like, that builds confidence. You're like, whoa. Yeah. He thought about my house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had a guy in the same scenario talk about, you know, well, you know, you have some mosaic bushes over there. You don't want to mess up those bushes. So in order to save your bushes yeah. and the limb on that other tree that's hanging by, we're going to do this, that, and the other. So he gave away all his knowledge. He told how to do it. I wasn't going to go do it. And the same thing goes for any business that you're doing right now. Uh, just know that the, the odds of your customer going out and doing it themselves with the knowledge are slim to none. And if they are going to do it themselves, they're going to probably do it without the knowledge anyway. So, so let me ask you this, though. You know, there are a lot of people who say well, you don't want to give away too much. Don't give away too much. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, we're in a day and age where information is just so accessible. You know, I have found myself wondering, hmm, should I give that away? Because maybe the competition is listening. And then I remind myself the competition's not me. First of all, they can't do it the way I can do it, right? Second of all, they may not just do it. I mean, I will never worry about the customer doing what I do because the customer, if they're a good customer, they'll, they're, they're know, they know their lane. I know my lane. Um, if they're the customer who thinks, well, if Lee tells me how he creates content for us, we'll, do, we'll just do it ourselves. I'm confident enough to know that they can't do it the way I do it. Right. They can't do it on the scale or the quality level that I can do it. Um, and I've also learned from previous experiences, too, that if I teach a customer how to do something uh, on the level in which they can do it, then they'll do their part and they'll grow and come back to me for the bigger project. So either way, I still don't lose in teaching them how to help themselves. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you're ever going to have an issue where you're sharing knowledge and you're seeing it's being replicated mm -hmm. instead of sitting over here getting upset i think that's where there should be more pride than anything right because you're putting something out there mm -hmm. and it's sticking with people yeah it was so funny i had a, a a business partner of mine that he reached out and said hey you know you pitched a proposal to a certain company they um declined your services but some of those small things that you told them that they can do to really increase their their uh exposure they're already putting those things into practice. And I kind of laughed. He said, why are you laughing? And I said, because to your point, they're going to have to come back to me at some time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I've given you enough <laughs> to get going. But at some point, you're going to have to say, okay, we just hit a wall. Um, somebody get Dante back on the phone so we can sit down and talk with them some more. That's going to happen nine out of ten times because yeah. they're going to either hit a wall because they realize they don't know all the story, they don't have all the information, uh, or they're going to realize – let this guy who has it down to a science do it versus us trying to figure it out along the way. Yeah. It's just not economical to, to do things yourself most of the time. No, it's not. And I, I think people will, will find it that it's so funny, right? So um, for Memorial Day, mm -hmm. my wife and I talked about making lobster macaroni. Mm -hmm. And as we're picking up all these ingredients, we said what? Let's go to YouTube. No. 
No, it, it was just like, man, like it's like twenty dollars here. Oh yeah, fifteen dollars here. Let's just go you out know? and get it. Let's go out and get it from. It's let's just cooked. go buy it. You know, <laughs> hey, we can go to Capitol Grill get the top of the line lobster mac for eighteen dollars. So it's nice funny. It's funny. Portion. I said go to YouTube, right? Yeah. Because that means you're gonna go and consume somebody's content. But even if you had just watched YouTube, decided to go out and get the ingredients and make it, what happened? You decided, let's just go buy it. Yeah, let's just go buy it. So no matter how many chefs gave you that recipe. Yeah, it's still cheaper to buy it. Like when you actually think about <laughs> when you have to buy the macaroni, you have to buy the butter, you have to buy the lobster, you have to buy six different cheeses. Like before you know it, it's we should have just bought a bowl. <laughs> so there you go. The importance of sharing your knowledge. Sharing your knowledge gives you 10 times possibility of becoming an expert and being seen as an expert and gaining more clients the idea of somebody taking your idea and doing it themselves yeah it's just it's just not gonna happen and when it does happen it's gonna happen on such a small scale they'll come back to you anyway because you're the expert so they're gonna they're gonna learn that so true so true that's a good note to end on yeah let's wrap this thing up (laughs) your boo (laughs) (laughs) let's wrap it up once again i'm a lee judge And I'm Dante Carter. You guys can find me on, hey, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I have a website, www.cartermediagroup.net. Keep following me. You can follow Lee, A. Lee Judge, on LinkedIn. And also the website for Content Monsters, Content, M-O-N-S-T-A, ContentMonster.com. Check us out there. Also, be sure to vote up the podcast wherever you listen to it at, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you find it. And check us next week. Adios. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Business of Content podcast brought to you by ContentMonster.com and Carter Media. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to give it five stars and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.